How do you select a billing company? Well, part of the question obviously is what's important. You know, what do you care about in a billing company? And you could come up with a long laundry list, but here's one thing we would say. Don't bother using references. That's the one thing not to do. And that is literally like the thing that everybody does that is considered to be the linchpin and the most important thing in selecting a billing company is references. So why? Well, let's take a metaphor in buying software. So let's say you're going to buy some business application. You know, you really, you know, you can find out specific features that they have, um, what the software platform does. You could develop a list of your needs, match your needs to the needs of, or the, the, the system capabilities. Um, you could get a demo to see how well it works and, you know, how comfortable it is, how easy to use it is and so on. And all those kind of things are way more important than getting references, right? Well, you might say, well, maybe references could tell us if the software is super buggy, if there's a lot of problems with it or a lot of downtime, or maybe they have poor customer service, right? That might be true. Um, but again, you know, you may not even learn any of those things. Even if those things were true, you may not learn them from the references they send over, which we'll talk about in a second. So even if you were to learn some of those things, they're dwarfed by those other things in terms of importance. Like, does it actually do what you need it to do? So coming back to sort of what's important and, you know, what criteria are you using? Well, well let me just use like a restaurant's example. Um, you know, I'm a fan of Yelp and Google reviews and things like that. And I use them a lot. And I also recognize how terribly poor they are in terms of their capability drives me nuts because I, there's a lot of times where something gets really high reviews. We get there and we're like, oh my God, that was really awful. What, how was there such a big disconnect between the ratings on this thing and something else. Well, first thing, and again, please, I'm not knocking a particular restaurant like McDonald's, but pick some fast food restaurant that gets an average of 4.5 or something like that out of five, um, like In-N-Out Burger. And don't get me wrong, for a, you know, a, a cheap fast food restaurant, okay, you might like In-N-Out Burger. But compare that to maybe a $100 plate restaurant or something like that, that also gets a 4.5. I think we'd all agree that that's not really comparable. Um, and oftentimes I've seen really good restaurants who might get a 4.3 or 4.4 or something like that get poorer reviews than the Taco Bell next door. And, you know, we're talking about high-end cuisine. So I have no idea what criteria people are using on that kind of thing. But there's other times where I've seen where I've looked at the individual reviews in those restaurants and somebody's complaining about the noise in the restaurant or the service was slow um, and therefore they give it a one star. And maybe all we care about is how good the food is, not how slow the food comes because we're not in a rush. Or maybe somebody gives it a one star because they thought the waitress was rude, right? But if you're a New Yorker, you could care less about that kind of thing. I mean, you're like, well, yeah, I get more problems on the atrium every day than I do from someone who doesn't say hi enough to me, you know, as a waitress, right? So, you know, are they even using the same criteria? Probably not. And therefore, how valuable is that, you know, referral or how valuable is that reference? Probably not very valuable at all, right? And probably even more important than that is, if a company has 100 clients, even a really terrible company can find three customers to give them good reviews where you can talk to those people, right? And it doesn't mean anything. You know, that company is likely to pick clients that are 
uh, either have really easy business or they're not particularly demanding of them and therefore they'll give them good reviews, right? So you don't want to deal with this weird selection bias of the company giving you the, the people to talk to. What you'd really want is to talk to clients that have left them or that are dissatisfied. But of course, they're not going to give you those, right? Or maybe you'd say, you know, give me, I want a random sampling of all of your clients. So you could ask for an entire customer list and you could random sample some and just contact those and see what they said about it. But of course, again, they're not going to do that either. I mean, there's no way, right? And even if you were able to do something really crazy like that, which is to talk to a random sampling of their clients, get an entire list or talk to ones that left, and you are somehow able to say, okay, we agree on what is important, which is like financial performance. We care about how much money they make for you, right? You run into a problem where they don't really know how well the company is performing for them unless they've done some really sophisticated financial analyses, right? And they might say, well, they're performing well, or our revenue is up under them, but are they really, really filtering out for other variables? Like, did the volume change, or payer mix change, or procedure mix change, or contracted rates, or reimbursement, all these other kind of things? I guarantee you they're not normalizing for all of those crazy variables and coming back and saying, oh yeah, this building company increased their revenue 6.7% um, over the last one on comparable, you know, normalized results based on all these other factors, right? There's just no way that they're doing that. And therefore, even if they say, hey, yeah, financial results is the most important thing and you guys will all agree on that, what does that mean and how is it being measured? It's not being measured. So <laughs> the moral of the story is, Reviews of building companies are absolute garbage. And there is such a weird reliance on this. And I think it's because, again, as an industry, what else are you going to do? Like, if you don't have data and you haven't been able to do some financial analyses to figure these things out, like, well, I got to do something to vet these companies. I can't just believe the sales and marketing possibly BS that's coming out of their mouths. So I got to talk to their customers. And then what ends up happening is, you form a relationship with a salesperson or you have an emotional attachment to what they are offering. And, um, you know, then you rationalize it by talking to some of the customers and feel good about it. So don't do that. Um, data speaks for itself. There's no truth but data in this business. And there is a way to financially analyze and determine which are better and which are worse. It is super complicated, but if you ever want to contact us, we'll tell you how to do it.